0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's episode, we are talking about commercial rent controls. That's right, commercial rent controls. We typically think of rent controls being imposed for residential leases. Housing affordability is a real issue. Access to housing is considered by many to be a basic human right. Landlord-tenant laws all over North America have been enacted to protect both the rights of landlords and tenants. The latest twist is being pushed by city council in New York City. It's a proposal for commercial rent control. This would give small business tenants the rights to demand a 10-year lease. Commercial rent control ended in New York City back in 1963 when a state-level law mandating it expired. The new bill is an offshoot of an earlier measure proposed more than 30 years ago by former Manhattan Borough President Ruth Messinger. Sometimes, politicians initiate things that make no practical sense there's no doubt that the world of retail is undergoing massive changes. There's numerous reasons for this. Small businesses that were owned by baby boomers are often closing with no succession plan. The kids don't want the business. The businesses aren't large enough to sell as a standalone business. And once that small business closes, that business gets absorbed by the larger economy, whether it's a big box store further away, a department store, a chain store, or perhaps e-commerce. Now, of course, in the world of retail, all facets of retail, except for e-commerce, are hurting. Amazon has taken a dominant position in many sectors of the market, and retail vacancy in many areas across the country is now in excess of 10%. New York City is not immune to this, so it's not strictly a New York issue. Now, Councilman Ydanis Rodriguez, who is sponsoring the new version of this Small Business Job Survival Act, claims that his bill is not commercial rent control. He's saying it's about immigrant rights and improving the small business climate in New York City. I don't currently live in New York. My parents lived there for 25 years and I feel a strong sense of connection to the city. In fact, I'm going there tomorrow. I regularly walk around Manhattan and see the empty storefronts. They're in prominent locations on Madison Avenue, on 45th Street in the Diamond District. A few weeks ago, I was walking on 45th Street and I found about half the storefronts on that street were closed. It's a sad sight. Some storefronts do get redeveloped, and they may reopen as a sandwich counter or maybe a trendy restaurant. We saw the same thing happen along Avenue of the Americas, just south of Columbus Circle, very close to Central Park. That area used to be filled with camera shops and stores that sold luggage, t-shirts, and umbrellas. Millions of tourists visiting New York are clearly the target market. I remember those shops had the best deals when I was a kid. I would wait until my next trip to New York to get a better deal. They had brightly lit windows, and you could buy the latest gadgets at great prices. But the business model has changed. It's not that rents were too expensive. People used to buy cameras when they traveled. Today, the camera markets virtually disappeared. That's why those shops don't exist anymore. Every cell phone has a camera. There's no way those stores would have survived. Even if rents had fallen, those stores would not have survived. If they tried to shift their focus to, say, cell phones, well, people don't buy cell phones when they travel. Cell phone purchases are tied to your local cellular carrier. It's not a tourism purchase. I contacted Councilman Rodriguez's office to get his perspective directly on the proposed legislation, and I'm still waiting to hear back from his office. Hopefully, I'll hear back from him this week. Now, Publicly, Councilman Rodriguez has said, Huge rent increases put small businesses out of business, damage the quality of life and take away jobs, threatening the fabric of life in this city. The mayor's office disagrees with Councilman Rodriguez. In fact, they sided with landlords over small business advocates by opposing the bill that would institute what amounts to a form of commercial rent control. Greg Bishop, the commissioner of the Department of Small Business Services, testified in front of city council. He said that the mayor's office has serious reservations about the measure being pushed in council that would require landlords to offer a 10-year lease renewal to small businesses and to go to arbitration if the two sides can't reach a deal. He warned that the arbitration process could potentially favor landlords. In fact, he said typically the parties that win in arbitration are the ones that make the strongest case, and that's often the party with the best monetary resources and the best legal team. That really favors the landlords. Many said the city should be doing more to protect small business and should act to fill empty storefronts plaguing many neighborhoods. Mayor de Blasio suggested a few months ago that the city is considering a storefront registry and a vacancy tax that would penalize landlords who leave stores empty for lengthy periods. Now let me get this straight. The mayor is implying that landlords would sooner leave storefronts empty than lease them. Those irresponsible landlords are so wealthy that they can afford to keep buildings empty and they need to be penalized for acting in such an irresponsible manner. I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I have never met a landlord anywhere on the planet who would rather collect zero than have their property leased up. It makes no sense whatsoever. Not surprisingly, the New York Building Congress, which represents the construction industry, echoed the mayor's concerns. We don't know how this will play out in the end. There have been significant changes in representation in the recent elections. Whenever that happens, newly elected officials feel the need to create value for their constituents. That translates into new proposed legislation in the coming weeks and months. As investors and as developers, we cannot sit on the sidelines and just watch it happen. We have a responsibility to our local citizens and to our stakeholders in our business to educate the politicians on what really makes sense. So folks, don't sit on the sidelines. Talk to your local politicians. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.